Hi, and welcome back. Mark has the snack today, and it's homemade ice cream. Also, we're going to talk about our weirdest and our worst and our best dates. Now, Mark and I were interviewed on a podcast, and we're going to talk a bit about that. And Mark wants to share an issue he has with his GPS. We're also going to talk about Paranormal Corner. And welcome back to Snack Little, Talk Little. I'm Mark. And I'm Jana. And I get to do the snack a little part. (laughs) All right, so what do we have is homemade ice cream. So grab your homemade ice cream, Jana, and I want you to dig in right away. I can't wait. Uh, I would say It's so pretty. I would say start with the one in your left hand. Okay. Start with that one. Did you intentionally make it match my fine china? (laughs) I think anything matches your fine china. Now, this is homemade ice cream. This is a relatively simple recipe. I don't know that I need to post the recipe, uh, but I like to make ice cream in my home ice cream maker kit, which is the one that you freeze the container, and then you put it under the machine, and it stirs it up and makes ice cream. It's not the old kind where you have to put in ice and salt and all that stuff. So Jana right now is... Taking into the one that is the lighter, the pink colored ice cream. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you think? It's good. You, it's creamy. Uh, so I'm I'm looking here at the the little flecks. The texture, of, right? Well, the texture, but also the little flecks of fruit color. Right. Is it strawberry? It is not strawberry. Because it doesn't have a strong strawberry flavor, but no. I can't tell by looking at the pinkish red, kind of a ruby color, really. You probably can't... Uh, I'm eating ice cream with her because I've been waiting for this all day. You know, we've been, I've been planning this for a while. It tastes great. I'm just not sure what and, it is. Uh, is there vanilla in it? There is vanilla in I it. I taste vanilla. Yeah. There's vanilla in it. And I'll tell everyone how I make it. So, you know, basically these are those ice cream makers that you can get for, I don't know, $25, $30 at Walmart, I guess is what they are. Whether you have the container that, you know, it's as a double wall container, it has water, some kind of liquid in it. You freeze it in your freezer. Anyway. But this is basically my vanilla ice cream recipe. But in this, for the flavoring, and I just do the standard vanilla ice cream uh, recipe, Mm -hmm. I put in a jar of jelly. And this Mm -hmm. happens to be plum jelly. And this is homemade plum jelly. This is, uh, my mom had brought me this from the holidays when she comes down from Oregon to visit. And one of her friends had given her uh, various jellies. Mm-hmm. And she had me pick one, and I picked the plum jelly because I knew I was going to make it into ice cream. So I just take a regular, you know, uh, ball cup mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> container, and I put that in with the vanilla ice cream recipe. And I, I don't add any sugar or anything, you know, any additional sugar, I should say. And it gives us this nice, creamy it's plum very creamy. ice cream. It's very creamy. Like I said, did you taste the vanilla? Um, I wasn't sure. What the fruit was, more than anything, I can tell that there's a fruit in there because I can see something. But come to think of it, plums, okay, yeah, they do have a flavor, but like raspberry to me is almost floral. Right. Um, this one, it was really hard for me to pick it out. If you hadn't yeah, told me, and, I don't know if I would have Unless ever you eat guessed. plums or plum jam on a regular basis. I mean, I can't even remember the last time I had plum jam. That's why when my mom offered me... Because she had other jam to give away as gifts for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And uh, I opted for the plum because I love that. And I have a plum tree that has yet to produce yet. Did I say yet twice? Three times on the yet. How old is it? I don't know yet. Okay, yet. (laughs) 
it's it actually uh, uh that's a whole different story i've I have fruit trees in my yard that are seedlings, and the plum tree is actually, I've had issues with that particular one. So uh, I think we should have ice cream on the show all the time because it's a little bit easier to talk and eat ice cream at the same time. <laughs> so we could just keep eating it. It does kind of melt in your mouth and mm-hmm. becomes, a, becomes a liquid. And not in your hands. It's really great. All right, so now while we do that, are you, are you finishing yours up? Yes. Are you gonna go, go ahead, continue. Okay, thank you. Anyways, real real simple, folks. It's, it's just the standard recipe that comes with the ice cream maker, standard vanilla. I, I, I do put the vanilla in there. So it's basically, it's uh, milk, or I'm sorry, not milk. It's cream, half and half, sugar, and vanilla. And mm. then, of course, there's the uh, the jar of homemade plum jam okay. from some mom up in Oregon. So it's uh, good, good old homemade stuff. Okay, so... I so, just took that one a little bit too quickly, and now I'm having the brain freeze. <laughs> you have your water in here? I do. Take some of the water and let it run over your teeth, because your water's probably room temperature. I should tell me, but let it run over my head. <laughs> Will that help? Because what happens is your your teeth and your mouth get a little too cold from the ice cream, and then if you do something to warm them up, sometimes if you just rub your tongue on the roof of your mouth, it helps warm up your palate and gets rid of your ice cream headache. Okay. Well, I'm feeling better now. So that was fine. very good. Okay. Did you rinse out your mouth? Did you rinse and spit? Because I, now we have I to. Didn't, I didn't spit, but I did have a sip, a big old gulp of water. All right. I didn't finish my ice cream yet because I've been doing most of the talking on this you one. But let, you let me. So, next, so thank you. Next is the purple ice cream. Why am I not getting? I'm trying to get a scent. A smell out of this. I'm to, to, let me to... see if I can. You know what? I don't get a scent Mm-mm. off of it. Nope. Okay. Uh, and I'm looking here to see if I can tell. Don't by look. Take a bite. At it. Take a bite. Well, I'm gonna guess what it is because of the color. Bite it. Because of the color, I I would guess. Mm. Oh. Hmm. Little perplexed she is. Well, yes, because I was thinking blueberry, but I taste spice. Take another bite. And she's trying to look good for the camera. <laughs> Is that spice uh, I'm tasting? You are. Darn it, I should have had the Jeopardy music ready to play. There's. I don't know. I want to see that fruit again. I, I, I see I was thinking blueberry because of the color. And now I don't know what to think. You nailed it. Oh, but is there spice too? It is blueberry spice ice cream. I'm so good. <laughs> what? So what? Wait, don't tell me. Let me see. I'm gonna take another bite. It's good stuff, folks. I so I'm an ice cream snob, and uh, I used to be a Briars only because Briars used to have all natural ingredients, and they didn't have carrageenan and guar gum and all that. And I totally bought into their ad campaign about all that stuff, and I got to be an ice cream purist, but. About five or seven years ago, Breyer started adding additives, still calling them natural flavors. It'll still say 100% natural, but they have guar gum and carrageenan or, or other things on there that I was like, you know what? I am so done with Breyer's. I'm going to make my own with simple ingredients without, you know, all the corporate crap thrown in there. And I've been making ice cream for years because of it. And I yep. love it. If you've ever made your own ice cream, you know how much better it tastes it's a different taste. It's not always as creamy as the stuff you get in the store because it's 
real and doesn't have the guar gum. The guar gum helps make it creamier. Mark brings ice cream. I mean, not all the time, but he does bring ice cream to some of the family gatherings at my place. Man, this is good stuff. It is good. I'm still trying to pick out that I get... So it's not just cinnamon, right? Or is there even cinnamon at all? Because there's not a strong cinnamon flavor, but I taste spice. Keep talking. I'm eating. (laughs) Like, is there nutmeg or ginger? All right. The person you need to ask is... Oh, because it's in the jam? Your brother. Wait, what? Oh. This is the jam that your brother gave me. Lavender. He gave me this for Thanksgiving. That's why I we got together. It. He came down from Oregon. We met. We, we've mm-hmm. already discussed in our uh, Christmas show, or, yep. or, or not Christmas show, but our after the holiday show that we went yep. up to Northern California. And your brother was kind enough to bring stuff from his garden. These are blueberries mm-hmm. from his garden. This is his blueberry spice lavender. jam. Blueberry lavender. Did he put lavender? Is that what it was? It's lavender. And he, I saved it until this moment so I could make blueberry lavender ice cream from your brother and i like I'm, that i'm assuming the lavender is from his garden too although i if he told me i don't remember i would think so the color's lovely too actually yeah it's great very good so these are like real blueberries this is real stuff this is no artificial ingredients it's whatever your brother put in there and then mm-hmm. you know and, and he 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 like like us he, he likes food he likes pure food he likes simple food in the in the sense that you know keeping it real so uh, I was really glad that he uh, brought that for Thanksgiving, and I was able to save it long enough to... <laughs> Man, I put that in the back of the refrigerator because I didn't want to make sure that there was no one else that was getting into it at my house because uh, if someone else knew there was the homemade jam, uh, that would have been on toast, and and it would have been toast. <laughs> we would never have had it for the show. <laughs> Absolutely, and I had some of that... I think at Thanksgiving, we were having it with um, on biscuits. I think so, yeah. Mm. He brought a lot of different foods and stuff like he that. He did. And After it, he went and murdered an elk. Yeah, he right. murdered an elk and then he well, had it was, sausage. Well, it was between and... this and having elk sausage ice cream. And I know that you like strange <laughs> things, but I, was, I just wasn't really ready to make elk sausage ice cream. So I don't remember. I think you... So Mark and I went to a restaurant once... That's all about garlic. It's just all garlic, garlic everything, garlic right. in everything. And I had, which some of you probably have tried this, but this was a first for me. They had garlic ice cream. Right. And I think you tried some of it, right? Right. Oh, I had some of the garlic ice cream, yes. It wasn't bad. I mean, the first couple of flavors, I would say that you kind of feel like, do I like this? But <laughs> I don't know. After yeah. a while, <laughs> you just you it, just keep eating it. Right. It is. It is something that is definitely odd to have is garlic ice cream but uh nothing beats homemade jam so i got both of these came from oregon because your your brother's up there in portland Mm -hmm. and so we have uh two different ice creams that are made from homemade oregon jam (laughs) all this noise all this extra noise here in the studio sorry we're enjoying ourselves good stuff (laughs) oh my goodness all right well while you finish that up mark how about this? I'll just tell people what we're going to talk about next. I would like to know about if you have maybe a weird date that you want to talk about or a, a worst date. And maybe you want to tell me about a good one, too. We can end on a good note. Well, do you want to talk about? I mean, you got something to share? Because I do. 
All right, I'll start. So one of my worst dates was someone who, uh, yeah, I was really young and I was, you know, a hotshot commercial producer doing, you know, local commercials and all this cable TV stuff and all that. And there was this really good looking girl that worked at one of the uh, ad agencies that I used to do work for. And I asked her to go to dinner after work or something like that. And I was actually very nervous asking her. Well, as it turns out, she was really impressed that I asked her because she thought I was much bigger of a big shot than I was. Because I know through the other people in the company who told me, they said, oh, my gosh, she just called me. She's so excited that you asked her to dinner, you know, and I was like, ah, cool. Anyway, we, we had gone, uh, wow, this is actually two stories, but I'm going to go to the second date. We went on a, a little date thing mm-hmm. that was fine. And, and the second time I invited her to a murder mystery dinner theater. And it was held at the Dave and Buster's locally. That mm-hmm. used, I don't even know if it's still there. But anyway, it was a really a lot of fun. And uh, I don't drink. I'm not into drinking alcohol at all. And I'm not into providing alcohol at all. Mm-hmm. So we got to the, the thing. The dinner was paid for. Everything was paid for. And I said, you know, I bet. I said, your dinner's paid for, you know, ticket and all this. I said, but I'm not, I'm, you know, because I, I think we had discussed the first date. That you know, I don't drink and I'm not going to buy your alcohol or whatever. So on the second date, we're at this dinner theater. And I said, you know, I, I think I reiterated. I, I'm not. This is sounding so. <laughs> it sounds like I'm the worst part of the date. And I imagine for some people listening in, I am the worst part of the date. But alcohol is just not a factor in my life. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to provide it. Right. And But she knew this going in. So we get there. And, you know, and I said, oh, I'm not. You know, I think she asked me to buy her a drink. And I was like. No, I don't. I don't do that. We talked about it before. She apparently did not have money with her, or mm. enough money. And as it turns out, she was. And and I'm not saying this as a judgmental thing, but it turns out I mean that meaning down the road and because of things I know, she had a problem with alcohol. In fact, she kind of told me that on the first date. Oh, and you I didn't went realize, again. I didn't realize how severe it was. Uh huh. But she did say she was an alcoholic. But, you know, we were in our early 20s. Everyone thinks mm-hmm. they're an alcoholic and drinks. She left our table and went from table to table asking for money <gasps> until she got enough money Whoa. to buy herself a drink. Oh, my. That's a serious need for a drink. <laughs> she could not go one evening wow. without a drink or a few hours did you want to get up and without leave? a drink? I did, but I drove her there, and that was the end of the date. I mean, you know, certainly the dinner theater went on. The dinner came, and dinner theater went on, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, ended up taking her home, and that was it. I think it was a fine handshake or maybe a Whoa. hug, but it was like I had no interest after that because it was just like you know what? That's a problem. That is a problem. I hope she got help with that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I knew about her for a little bit after that, but it was. Uh, my lack of interest and so i don't know whatever Man, happened to her. that's pretty bad <laughs> your turn <laughs> okay uh this is this one's kind of a twofer because i'm talking about the same person um wait the same you you dated the same person i did no <laughs> <laughs> no uh th- so my first date and ac- after this you might wonder why i went on another date um it's not that bad you would probably think it's funny actually it was the end of the date. It was actually a great date. Um, I kind of kind of dug him. And he gets to my house, and we were sitting in my living room and talking, and he said, hey, 
Hey, do you have a match or a lighter? At, now, first of all, I'm not a, I'm not a smoker. Uh, I mean, not that you don't have matches for other things, right. but I mean, right. so I mean, readily, I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think so, because he's like, hurry up, hurry up. So I I find some matches, I think, and he gets down on the ground and um, does kind of a half somersault where his butt's in the air. And I think he lit the match first, and then he let one rip with the match at his butt. (laughs) And he became a blowtorch (laughs) in my living room. Now, I had never seen that before. I didn't know this was a thing. And he's laughing, and I'm just like... Oh my! On the first date. On the first. This is date. something you do with your buddies when it's only guys you around. Would, you would think. Oh my you? gosh! I was not <laughs> impressed. I didn't even. Know. I'm just like, wow, okay. And he's. You could tell he was like, you know, he seemed a little disappointed. He thought I'd be cracking up, I guess, but. I don't know. I'm not really into public farting and lighting them on fire. <laughs> it's just not my thing. In hindsight, it's hilarious. And it's certainly great to tell the story. But I ended up going out with this guy a few times. And so one of so he was a mortician. Wait a minute. After that, you were like, yeah, I'll do this again. Well, I mean, until that moment, we'd had a good time. So I thought I'll give him another chance. All like, right, guys, he, he so never... let this be a lesson to you. <laughs> no matter how bad you screw up that first date, Jana will give you a second chance, even if you light your fart on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so then <laughs> he was he worked in L.A. as a mortician, and apparently he had to go wherever it was he had to go to pick up a body to bring it back to L.A., he decided to make a little uh, side street Sally and come and visit me. And he was at my house for probably about three hours. We were just chitty chatting, hanging out. Hey, you want something to eat? Want some lemonade or whatever? And um, he's like, you know what? I need to go outside and check on the body. And I'm like, the, hmm? <laughs> what? <laughs> he had a dead person in my freaking oh my driveway gosh. for oh three hours. And that wasn't this house, was it? No. Okay. I was going to no. say, that may explain some of the ghosts. Hey, maybe. Yeah, no, this was... Wow. Now, well, it's not like the body was I know. Be well, that's what he said. It's anything. not going to get deader, you know. <laughs> and actually, so I do have some regret because he invited me to come to the mortuary and see him do an embalming. At the time, I thought that's going to freak wow. me out. I regret it now because... I mean, I don't you know. Didn't go. Now I have more balls. I mean, who <laughs> who's going to ask you to go see somebody in balls? I, you know what? I don't know if I would have done it either. I don't know if I'd still do it to this day. I, 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 well, now that I live here, I don't know if I would either. But I kind of regret it because, like I said, wow. you know, that's not something that you get invited to go and see very often. But I was a little wow. freaked out by it. But there you go. Wow! Did you ever see him again after that? Probably a couple times. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But I knew it wasn't going anywhere. But he was a nice well, enough Well, the bar is pretty low for you. So I, I just learned that morticians have a weird sense of humor. <laughs> one more quickie and then we'll... Just okay. one more quickie. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's just the end of a date. And the guy that I had been um, paired up with, matched up with, um, he took me to my door and he came at me. So I'm like, okay, that was very nice. Thank you. He came out with me with his wa- mouth open already. 
I've never, yeah. never had anything like that before. Mouth wide open, just... <laughs> Was he going to eat you? It's what it seems like it did. I don't even think I let him kiss me because I was a little grossed out by that. You don't start with your mouth open. <laughs> Just so that was really gross. Wow. Don't come at me with your wow. mouth open. Wow. Well, on to my good date. Go. I did have a date and this is, you know, a number of years ago when I was dating people here and there, you know, uh, I don't even remember how I got the tickets because I'm pretty sure I didn't buy them. <laughs> Because, look, I've worked in marketing and promotion, and mm-hmm. so you know, I worked you know with radio people. stations and all that, and I know people. Uh, but I took this girl. I Oh, I know. I did meet her on a shoot. We were shooting a commercial late at night at a racetrack somewhere, and she was really bubbly and really, I don't want to say in my face, but she was flirting unbelievably so. So I got her number or whatever, and I don't even know how it all worked out. But we ended up going on a date, and we went to the Hollywood Bowl, to see and i forget how i presented it to her but i said we're gonna it's like something old something new something borrowed something blue i said and i forget what all the rest of the stuff was but something old was simon and garfunkel playing the hollywood bowl whoa so we go there and i bring a blanket mm-hmm. to put on the bench because hollywood bowl we were at the bench seats and uh, folded it up so it was very narrow. So we had to sit real close to each other. I was very romantic and saying, you know, she, you know, I said, wait, let me fold it one more time because it was folded long. Mm-hmm. We were sitting apart from each other, and so I folded it again so we could sit closer together. You know, Ooh, I was doing my own flirting sly. and stuff. I was, I was a young guy. You know, I had. Bow, 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 and, and by the way, bow, when I say young bow, guy, bow. I I may have been my late twenties, early thirties, maybe. Uh huh. And Simon and Garfunkel, this was their last tour, I believe. Mm-hmm. So it's not like this was back in the 60s right, or anything. Right. And they didn't get when together that often after their big yeah. fight that they had. Right. Great concert. We had a great time. I'm we were, sure. We were both being mouthy to each other in, in a fun way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Simon and Garfunkel would get up there and they would talk about their songs and, you know, this. And, you know, when we grew up, they said we wanted to be like the Everly Brothers. We wanted to have those harmonies and that. And we brought them here tonight. And the Everly Brothers came out and did Wake Up Little Susie mm-hmm. and, a, and a few of their other songs. It was, un, for me, as a music fan, it was like, wow, these are bands. I never thought I'd see Simon Garfunkel get together and do a tour again. Right. And to have the Everly Brothers come out. And it was just so fantastic. We had really such cool. a great time. Uh, took her back to her house and uh, hugged her goodnight. Mm-hmm. I don't... I didn't kiss on the first date back then. So you didn't come at her with your mouth I open? Did not, I did not. <laughs> uh, and, um, and she was a single parent with some kids. I don't know how many. I was a single parent with two boys at the time. And I don't know whatever happened. She never returned my calls after that. Oh. And I don't know exactly what happened. I have suspicions mm-hmm. because, you know, we got to know each other a little bit on that date. She had a lot of friends that were police officers. Mm-hmm. And my this this is gonna sound bad. I thought, and here's how because we did have a great time. I didn't come at her or anything like that. Mm-hmm. We just really had a, a connection. And I'm not the kind of guy to think we have a connection when there is no connection. But I think what happened was that uh, she was a hot chick, mm-hmm. and if she has police officer boyfriends or friends, because I think her ex husband was a police officer, so she still had a lot of. I think they all wanted to date her as well. 
and she may have, and this is something that I would have done if I had the resources, have them check my record, look my name up on the computer. And maybe she did that. Saw when you were in San Quentin. (laughs) (laughs) I have no criminal record. I have nothing. Mm -hmm. Maybe a ticket from ages ago or something. But they may maybe they told her, oh, no, no, he's not the guy. He's not the guy I am kind of a thing. If only you'd let a fight for her, Mark. (laughs) Or brought a dead body to her house. (laughs) Yes. I don't know what the deal is because we had such a great time. But she never returned my phone call. And I thought, you know what? I bet you it was those jealous friends of hers that because uh, I would have I would have if I was a woman that had resources like police officers that mm-hmm. could look up someone's name sure. I would I would do this. this was before the internet too by the way and I could see them totally saying oh no he's bad news uh, he's not the guy the good thing is the kind of person that ghosts you like that that can't even say something that's not somebody you know yeah well but if they told her how terrible I was that I had a record that I don't have or something i you know, there's no reason for her to call me and say, listen, murderous man or whatever they told, you know, who knows what. It was really disappointing because we really had a connection and, you know, I would like to have pursued it further than we did. Yeah. So, oh. but it was a great date. Mm-hmm. I mean, it ended, it ended it well, just I never great. heard from her ever again. She never, the kind, that concert is the kind of thing that you want to have happen. Right? You know, you get the twofer that you oh, just un- didn't even know it's going to happen. Unbelievable. That's great. Good for you. So your turn. Let's hear your good date. All right. I'm going to be a good date hog (laughs) because there's two and I couldn't decide. So I'll try to get through it quickly. (laughs) All right, folks. The show might go a little long tonight. I'll be quick. All right. So I I can't not start with this one first and I'll end on the one that it happened uh, most recently and it was wonderful. Um, Actually, the first one sounds better probably, but all right. (laughs) Get to it. Come on. So I picture this. There's a big, beautiful castle behind me. There's water, ocean. It's kind of like an inlet, but it's English water. <laughs> so I'm in England, and the sun is setting. And it's there was a town across from where I was sitting with my date, and the sun was making uh, the water kind of a burnish orange and the houses on the other side of where this water was at, all the, the windows had a kind of a burnish amber glow. And we had ordered some fish and chips. So I was having real fish and <laughs> chips in England sitting at the water with like a date that was like, you know, my everything. And it was, like I say, a castle behind me. And I mean, I grew wow. up thinking about princes and princesses and there, I mean, everything about it was perfect. The food was delicious. The company was delicious. And the scenery was delicious. So it was just something out of a fairy tale for me. It was the kind of thing I would grow up thinking one day something like that might happen. Um, the- and then And then what happened? <laughs> he took that fish. and do you know what he did with it (laughs) he ate it (laughs) and it was good (laughs) how's that i think you should stop there because that was a little more than i think you wanted to share and it probably wasn't exactly what you wanted to share well it was good fish (laughs) all right um more recently, a date took me to an Angels baseball game. So first of all, go Angels. 
Um, is that a basketball team? Angels, Angels? baseball what is that? game. It's baseball. a baseball game. Baseball. Angels, yeah. The Los Angeles Angels of, of Anaheim. Anaheim. <laughs> <laughs> so lame. If you're not from around here, folks, it's so lame. Oh, and if you're a sports fan, you know how lame it is so that the lame. Anaheim Angels, formerly the California Angels, went to the Anaheim Angels, and now they're the Los Angeles. They haven't moved. Nope. They're still playing at Anaheim Stadium. Yep. But now they're the Los Angeles Angels. Of Anaheim. Figure that one out. Because no one knows where Anaheim is. No one knows that's where Disneyland's located. You know, right. There's yeah. no other what? landmark there. Nah. Okay, back to your date. Sorry. <laughs> right. So this is somebody that I really, really had a thing for. And I think it was, you know, I know, I know it was. It, we both kind of had a thing for each other. But, you know, moving slow. So there was just a lot of, I don't want to say sexual tension. But, you know, you could feel the... The vibing was happening. So we're at the uh, baseball game. We watched a man like choking on a peanut. And <laughs> he was um, commenting on that and saying that the people that were trying to save his life were doing it wrong. <laughs> so that was exciting. But he didn't make any moves. It, so I'm sitting there and whoa, I'm whoa, just... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold, hold on a second. While the man was choking? Or? Yeah. Did he make any well, moves? No, through the whole game. I mean, he wasn't, doing... oh, he wasn't okay. choking during the like, oh, I thought, I thought, three-hour hey, game. see that guy that's choking over there? Those people are doing it <laughs> wrong. Hold my hand. I could go over there, but I'm going to stick here with you because of the sexual tension. Well, th- good point. All right. You're forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so got through the whole game. All good. As we're leaving, he took my hand, and I swear... Here's the thing. I'm pretty sure, Mark, that one of my ovaries burst. Because <laughs> I think I still had them then. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Something as simple as a handy holdie. Wow. It was perfect. Wow. But I have a little addendum. Actually, to both of the... This is so weird. So this is at that at that game understand this my ex-husband doesn't watch baseball never been into baseball ever my date before we get seated before the game starts has says i need to use the restroom he goes into a restroom and i'm just standing kind of leaning against a pillar and i see this really huge guy i mean immediately when i saw the body type walking to the bathroom i'm like it's mr big at a baseball game not even in our hometown he doesn't and then I hear Jana, and I see his best friend. It's a lady, and she's like, "You look amazing." Comes over to me, and I'm like, "Was that friend?" And yes, he was oh in there in the restroom with my date. Now they didn't end up seeing each other, um, or if they did, they didn't like you know know each other, know who each other right. was. It kind of did make it weird for the rest of that game because I'm wow. like, "Where are they? Where are they?" Wow. Coincidentally, the guy from England. When uh, we were at a restaurant, uh, as I was getting ready to take him to the airport, we stopped at a restaurant to eat before I took him to the airport to go back home to England. And I hear somebody walk in while I'm having my my delicious food with my date. And I hear the talking and I'm like, "Um, it can't be. Sure enough, up to the table comes my ex-husband, hi, puts out his hand and introduces himself to my my boyfriend at that time, Mr. England wow. guy. Wow. I'm just saying, if there's somebody out there that's thinking of dating me, 
you better watch out because he's going to show up. We're going to be in, like on our honeymoon, wow, and the masseuse is... will be my ex-husband. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is a bizarre, creepily coincidental. I I do think it was just a coincidence, though. I do. We'll let the listeners decide. <laughs> <laughs> Chime in on our social media at Snack a Little on Instagram, Facebook, and, and Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Creepy so. coincidence or stalker? <laughs> Well, he's in another state now, so it will be pretty creepy. (laughs) (laughs) It will be pretty creepy. So, Mark. Yes. We were interviewed. We were on someone else's podcast earlier today. We were. What an experience. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was uh, was something that Jana connected through uh, social media. Uh We have a lot of people listen to our podcast and we're thankful for everyone who listens in we hope everyone chimes in our social media we, we love really, that we want to interact a lot with you guys on on facebook is the number one yep we're on there we, a lot we do post our pictures on facebook recipes uh, pictures in the in the we have an album for each one of our shows mm-hmm. so that has the pictures from that particular show and sometimes we'll add pictures even more but anyways you interacted with the uh chris chris with the furlough podcast who is from the furlough podcast and chris and his buddy started a podcast i don't even know how chris long ago because you you were doing this you were you were the one the, the point yep. person communicating with them well, they've got over 60 in episodes and they're from alabama yes and i listened you sent me a link to their stuff and it was like a greatest hits or their wacky stuff that they did and it was pretty wild uh it it reminded me of uh guy talk yes uh, sitting around a campfire and everyone sharing their stories of conquests and wild things that they did in their youth that's that's what i got out of the the best uh, of yeah i listened to and it was it was like an hour and 17 minutes or something Mm -hmm. like that and it was certainly uh entertaining enough that i said okay let's do this guy's show let's be on his show and you know chris and i had um kind of discussed back and forth that both of our podcasts, we don't claim to be experts at any one thing. We just want to be able to talk about the things that pique our interest, the things that make our day, the things that ruin our day, just all of that. And that's what that's what Chris aims to do as well and hopefully make you laugh. And we had a great time talking with him. Yeah, he so so for those that don't know, when you when you when you're on a podcast or doing a podcast, when you're doing it remotely, we did it through our computers. Uh, you, you call them up ahead of time and you talk a little bit for about five or ten minutes beforehand before you actually do the show. Mm-hmm. And what was funny is, you know, he's from Alabama. He has a southern accent. Yeah. Jana started speaking with a southern accent while we were doing this, the <laughs> getting to know him part. And uh, fortunately, that cleared up when it was on the show. Yes, We finally it did. had the show. And uh, so <laughs> we, we, will have a, we will have a link. Absolutely. To his podcast on our show, like again, one, one, or like again, f- once again, go to our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Snack a Little, and you will see a link. We'll put mm-hmm. a link up there for the yep. show that we are on. We were actually on for. Uh, I don't know if he's going to edit it down. I don't know how his show works because I only listen to the best of or the right. or a greatest hits or whatever it was. But we were on for, uh, it was a couple hours. We yeah. were chit-chatting a little bit about everything, actually. We did. We, t- we hit on a lot of different subjects, which is, um, you know, what we like to do here as well. Right. So be watching for that because uh, you'll want to tune into his podcast and check him out. Yeah. We'll share the link um, for the one that we're on as well. The Furlough Podcast. Out of a- You know, we didn't ask him what that meant. No, we didn't. <laughs> well, you know what? 
If we interview him, we'll, t- we'll ask him then. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get him on the show and we'll find out what maybe that's Maybe that's his about. last name, Chris Furlow. <laughs> I think he said his buddy started it, so maybe it's Dave right. Furlow. Well, for now, we're going we're gonna to call it... Uh, uh, Just Chris- the Furlow <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, Anyways, it was, it was a lot of fun. Through technology, we're able to get something like that done. And uh, speaking of technology, I got to tell you. Yes. So I had an experience with my GPS the other day. Do tell. And it's about technology and, and uh, well, let me show you on my phone. Okay. Let me, let me get a picture. Uh, it's a picture that I took. Mm-hmm. I want you to look at the picture and see if you can, uh, you know what, I'm going to send it to your phone right now. So I'm going to send it because if I do okay. it on my phone and so let me know when you have the picture I up have it. that I sent you. Okay. Yep. So it's a picture of two street signs, mm-hmm. local street signs, you and you're you're, at. you're familiar with where yep. ex- exactly where it is. Yep. And uh, I happen to be doing some work over there, and I had to use my GPS to find out where I, you know, where I needed to go. So on the first one, which I think is the sign on the left, mm-hmm. and, and this picture will be again, we said it a number of times on the show. It'll be up on our Facebook page for this episode. I want you to read me the first. Street. Hemlock. And how is it spelled? H-E-M-L-O-C-K. That's right. Hemlock. Okay, so here's my GPS pronouncing Hemlock. In a quarter mile, turn right onto Hemlock Avenue. Take the next right onto Hemlock Avenue. Continue on Hemlock Avenue for one mile. All right. Everything normal, right? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Hemlock Avenue. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now I was at the intersection of Hemlock and another street. How is that spelled? H-E-A-C-O-K. Oh. Hecock. <laughs> Did I say C-O-K? C-K. C-O-C-K. Yeah. Okay. Read it. What's the street name again? It, you want me to say it or spell yeah, it? Yeah. See it. Say it. Hecock. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I just have to hit that every time you say <laughs> I it. I know. Well, apparently, my GPS wants to not get the bell when it says Hecock. Oh. Because this, and I recorded this off my GPS, that's why you get the car noise. What is this she is what say? This is what my GPS says instead of Hecock. In a quarter mile, use the left two lanes to turn left onto Hecock Street. <laughs> use the left two lanes to turn left onto Hecock Street. What Continue the Continue on Hecock Street for one mile. That's going to get somebody lost. Hecock Street. Oh, bro. What is it? And this was Google Maps. What is it with Google Maps? It is that Someone put in, don't say the word cock. Don't say the word cock. <laughs> Use cuck instead. Hecock. What? 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 Why don't they just put a beep there? To heat. <laughs> to heat. <laughs> Street. <laughs> Isn't that odd? It's very odd. That was the weirdest thing for me. So because of it, I actually, uh, once I was done with my job, I turned around. And when I was in that area, stopped, got a picture, and uh, was, well, I got a picture. Got a picture of it, and I recorded it on my phone, was able to edit the pieces together so I could bring it in. That there's, there you go. There's my GPS doing some editing on itself so it doesn't say he cock. And people, he did that for me <laughs> and you. Where's the music when we need it? Oh. <laughs> And people, he did that for me. Hold on. I'm still laughing at the Hecock Hemlock. And you. (laughs) Uh, It's a professional show, folks. That's Well, you didn't know I was going to tell you that. 
Wow. All right, there is our sound there. Wait, is the clock ticking? Hold on. Wait, where's the ticking clock? I heard it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> this is so scary. All right, that brings us to... Paranormal Corner. Paranormal Corner. And if we got a story for you, this is one of the stories that we both experienced. Yes. So, for a while now, I've been having uh, the lights pulsating. For I don't know The how lights to, in your house. In the house. Right. I don't know how else to describe this, people. They are pulsating. And it would be in, not always in, um, it would be... Uh, in uh, there was a pattern a distinct pattern sometimes it would be four pulses sometimes it would be about six pulses i think six or seven and then there would be about a minute pause between each i didn't time it but that would be my best guess there were some times uh, in the day when it didn't do it uh but i noticed it in the morning when i would get be getting ready for work and also i would notice it um at some point during the evening it would start up now if it was doing it during the day very much i mean let's face it you don't have or i don't have that many lights on when i'm here in the middle of the day i don't need them it's you know there's enough light right and i will open the blinds now was this your ceiling lights or was it lights plugged into the wall it was everything it was all of the lights the only thing that wasn't flashing or pulsing was my uh the dining room light the i have a chandelier in the dining room and that's the only thing that wasn't pulsating. And um, I. <laughs> this is the awful part. I, I knew that if you have something like that going on, it's potentially a fire hazard. But, I mean, it was around the holidays. And actually, it started before the holidays. But it's like, yeah, I need to do that. Yeah, I need to do that. Well, it, finally, I just thought, you know, <laughs> I've got to call somebody out. I had an electrician out. And 100 and, I think it was 130. Wait, was that before I came over? No, that was after. No. Yes, you're yeah. right. It was after. So, so the first thing she did, because I do handyman stuff, so I came over and I saw it and oh my gosh. No. You sure? No, no, I think it was. Okay. Well, you know, we'll say it was because I can't remember <laughs> for sure. <laughs> because I wanted to troubleshoot it first. Yeah. And so uh, first thing it did, I, I saw it. I saw the lights pulsating. It was doing six pulses and then it waited. And then it did five pulses. And I said, if it does four, three, and two, I am running out of here because that means this place is going to explode. So the first thing we did, we went out to the breaker box. Mm -hmm. We shut off the power, shut off the power to the house. First, I checked all the breakers, flipped them all off, flipped them all back on, shut off the power to the house. I actually unscrewed some of the breaker box just to look in there to see if there was, I don't know, a squirrel in there, you know, pulling the wires or anything. Nothing. Yeah. There was nothing damaged. It was relatively clean. I mean, the stuff's outside. It gets a little bit of... Uh, spider webs on it. Mm-hmm. There was nothing that I could see. Now, I'm not an electrician. So I said, I don't know. There's nothing I can see here. Uh, you might want to call an electrician or something like that. So then... And now, now, some of you already know this, but if you're new to the show, so this is a Victorian house. Thank goodness, yes, I do have breakers. It's not fuses. Right. Um, but you know, I don't know enough about the house because I didn't have it wired to know whether or not these are old wires that go f- under the house, you know, or something, or through the walls. And if only the breakers are new, but it's old wire, I don't know. But um, we couldn't find anything. So it was before the electrician came out, because that's you looked at it, and then I had an electrician, and 
same thing. He could not find anything. Which, by the way, made me feel good about yes. my, my electrician prowess because I was like, well, you know, good. I'm glad. I mean, uh, but he couldn't find it. And it was still pulsing. Still pulsing. And I'm like, well, holy crap. Now, what? I mean, if... if if he can't find anything either, okay, first of all, he said everything looks great. So that was great because at least I didn't feel now like my house is going to, you know, burst into flames. But does that mean it's another weird thing that the spirits are doing? Are they right, manipulating right. the electricity? Because some say that they do and can. Right. And so um, he recommended that I call the city and have um, the utility company come out here and look at their end of it, which would be Ariel. Right. And in my case. And um, when I actually, so here's a tip for you guys. When I, you, you can fill this out online when I went to the 311 website and filled this out online. I told them that I really needed to get somebody out here because I didn't, I didn't want my house to catch on fire. And I knew that that was a possibility if you're having electrical issues. Right. I don't know if that sped that up, but I have a neighbor who works for the city. And he said it could be at least a week before they get back to you. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> they were out right away. Wow. wow. Um, they were probably here for, gosh, I would say at least six hours into the night. They were They were here. <laughs> And they kept coming back. They're having me try different things. Here, use your microwave. Put some water in there. Try this. Try that. And they're telling me the same thing. They're like, everything looks great. There's nothing wrong with your electric. You know, let me go here. Let's go there. Was it a bunch of guys? It started out, it was two guys at first, and then more came. A total of four. Did any of them try to light their farts on fire? <laughs> well, not with me there. <laughs> but I don't know what they were doing in the backyard. So <laughs> they may have. <laughs> But that's see that's why I'm not dating them because they weren't <laughs> fart lighters. <laughs> so um, finally, they come to me way in way. It's dark and it's late, and they said we think we, that we found your problem. What it turned out to be is the aerial feed um, in my backyard. There was about 12 feet of it that was completely chewed up. And we do have squirrels. Wow. Completely chewed up. Now, here's the thing is I had asked neighbors if anybody was having any issues with their electricity. That was the first thing I did. Right. Nobody had any problems. Or if they do, nobody notices it. And um, they asked me the same thing, the utility workers. And they said, you know, we went to some of your neighbors and, and asked them, and they're telling us that nobody's having problems. We've got 12 feet of mangled phone lines and power nobody lines. power yeah thank you and nobody's noticing anything anyway eventually they they replaced they it replaced it, and yeah. there was no more of that pulsating well it is back though mark what <laughs> it is back. no way Wait, yeah. she didn't tell me this because no, I, I said we need to share that story yeah because i said we need to share that story to let people know we're skeptical they replaced it and it wasn't what we thought it was and everything but wait now you're telling me it's back what but i don't so it did fix it but I think so. In fact, I even asked my neighbor about that. I said, I'm thinking that they tempt it because they were here a long time trying to find the problem. But when they fixed the problem, it didn't take them very long, which makes me believe because of my line of work that they tempt it rather than replacing it. And if you tempt it, then you it mean doesn't, temporary, just yeah, it doesn't slap really some mean duct tape on it. And they didn't actually yeah. fix it. 
Yeah. So you're thinking because the pulsing is back because I haven't it noticed it. We've been here yeah. in the studio. We had our our uh, guest on but the furlough never podcast earlier. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess we didn't notice it in here. We'll this go is, out. We've been, we've been in see. the studio. Yeah. Wow. It's so back. it's happening. Wow. Yeah. Maybe it was ghosts all along. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, we better uh, cool it because she's bringing people out." I don't. I did. Well, get, now I don't. I know. did get touched during the interview. Oh, that's right. When we did our interview, Jan, we were talking. We started bit. talking to uh, Chris from the from Furlough, Furlough yeah. podcast, and Jana felt like she got touched. Well, I felt it started getting really cold behind me over here to the left, wow. and I'm sitting here while we're talking to him, and I'm like, "It's getting colder." And I turn around to look, and I feel a drink. Wow. Really bizarre. Well, now I don't know. This is going to be our story that we're skeptical, and we do find that things, and now you're saying it's happening Well, again. but they did find something, and it did fix it. I think, I, I felt that they just tempted it. Well, well, I'd call them now. <laughs> if you I think know. your house might I, catch on fire. No, I need to do that. Wow. I know. Surprise. Wow. Yeah, it's back. I suspected that it would come back, though, because... Because of the, the, my line of work, the people that I work with that right. do that portion of the job, um, that's what happens a lot. Instead of fixing something, they'll just put a bandaid on it again and again and again before they actually replace something. Wow. I, don't, I don't know why. Wow. Well, now I'm afraid. It's still a mystery now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Okay. Well, that's our closing music is coming up. So we want to remind you guys to check us out. Check at Snack a Little on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And remember, we have pictures in all our albums for each one of our show about the things that we talk about. And we want to hear from you. So get on social media and let us know what you guys think. Chime in. Thanks for listening, you guys. Yeah, until next time, be sure to tune in. Tell your friends. Come on back to Snack a Little, Talk a Little. I'm Mark. And I'm Jana. And we'll see you guys sometime soon. Bye. Bye.